welcome. This is an awesome podcast. This yeah. is one of my favorite ones. <laughs> to the Jeff. It's a lot of whiskey, Jeff. Macalino. Jeff Macalino. 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 Podcast. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome to the show. Uh, got an interesting one for you today. Um, this was a uh, this has been a a busy, crazy week for me. Uh, I, I within three days, I had two paid acting gigs uh, playing a bartender both times uh, wore the same shirt. I washed it in between. In fairness. <laughs> Uh, and I've also recorded four podcasts this week, um, three of them on Monday, Tuesday. So the interesting thing was honestly, and I love this, I love this, I'll, I'll call it a challenge and that's maybe not fair to, to consider it a challenge, but, um, the gig Monday, and this was just background, you know, I was, I was playing a bartender, but I had no speaking lines. Um, and I, I had to set my alarm for 4am or 407, because I'm very weird about, I don't like to set it on like zeros or fives. I don't know why. <laughs> weird personal quirk. Uh, so I set my alarm for 407 cause I need to be in Tampa by 6am. And I'm always going to be 15 minutes early for everything. Um, and then now I, I, uh, a lot of my guests coming up have been because a website podcastguests.com uh, e- sent me an email and asked if they could use my podcast to solicit guests. And they set up a sheet, uh, and I still have not gotten close to getting in contact with everyone I want to from that list, um, because I had like 40 people in a day uh, send me their info. So usually I like to reach out to people in America, and I say in America because I can do the time zone math in my head uh, with Europe and Australia can be confusing to me. So, so. Usually, I just email them times and dates, but when you're sending out to five, six people, uh, I set up a a calendar page where people can book time with me. Um, So I I carved out the time. Monday morning, I was going to be acting, and I knew he, you know, the director said we'd be out of there by 11 a.m. And then Wednesday night, I had an acting gig, plus I needed to pick my son up from from camp. so, but I, I put the times in there and I, you know, then it's kind of up to them to sign up. Uh, so I had a, a one fifteen on Monday, which I'm like, oh no, I was going to go home and nap because I only got a couple hours of sleep, you know, Sunday night leading into Monday. Um, so instead I, I, I was able to, I'm like, all right, well, I'll just nap after that and I won't have anything else Monday. And then someone signed up for a 9.15 p.m. on Monday night. So all of a sudden, I, 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 had, a, I had a big gap in time, but I, you know, it's a, a weird gap in time. Um, I don't know. This is, I, I'm getting bored by my own story. Anywho, then I also had one at noon on Tuesday. And then the acting gig on Wednesday was, call time was 8.45 p.m., and we were out of there before midnight, which is a, a well, I know they were still shooting when I, when I left, but it, it was a quick, quick setup and, and, uh, and all that stuff when, when everyone, you know, when they actually got set up in, in the spar that we were shooting at after it closed. Um, but I, it, it shifted my, I have to be wide awake. It's, you know five to 11 a.m. on Monday and then shift it to being wide awake from, you know, eight to midnight on Wednesday. Um, I, I enjoy things like that. Plus, I also enjoy the, uh, it's interesting. I, I, I greatly enjoy, and I, I'm split as far as acting. Like part of me is like, I, I want more lead roles. I want big roles. And I definitely do. 
But part of me is like, I love the little one day, you know, uh, the, the, the second thing I did, I, I had a handful of lines. Uh, so the memorization part was easy, even for me. Uh, but I'm like, I, I kind of like the, the, the mercenary, just I'm here for one day, spit out a few lines, do a few takes, get to meet a, you know, a bunch of new people, um, share a scene with a tremendous actress who I have seen, but never been able to work with before. Uh, and it was interesting to see, um, her name is Heather Fraley and the director, Preston Walden. Uh, who does a lot of things locally in the Tampa Bay area. Uh, it was interesting to see her asking character questions and motivations and stuff. Uh, and and that, those discussions, I'm like, that's a, that's a, you, you, you can tell, um, I'm like, there's definitely layers of experience between myself and her. Obviously for this small part, I didn't need, you know, frankly, any, anybody on the planet could have done the, <laughs> the job I did. She had a harder she had to actually express emotion. I was just a bartender. Uh, but uh, it's like, oh, she, you, you really, you know, you got to really have layers and really contemplate. And, and this is not a comedy, which, you know, I, I put a lot of thought into my character and women want everything. But it is different when it's a serious role in a serious film as opposed to, a, a, you know, straight, uh, you know, chuckle fest, uh, basically. Um because in that scenario, it's always, what can I do to make this the funniest it can be? There's not really a question of motivation. <laughs> uh, it's just always, every decision is motivated towards getting laughs. And obviously, in, in a dramatic role, that's generally not going to be, the, well, it's definitely not going to be the motivation for everything you do uh, to try to get laughs. So it's interesting to see. I got a, a few more auditions lined up, so... Hey, I'm going to keep trying to uh, be on a screen near you. <laughs> All right. So today's episode is interesting. Um, it's, uh, I think, the first uh, guest of uh, her occupation I've had on. Uh, Liv LaRue is the guest. Um, she is a courtesan escort uh sex therapist there she'll explain all of it i don't you know i i didn't want to put uh any specific labels on her but she explains it all i ask her questions um very you know very interesting and um kind of behind the scenes uh look at at, at some of the things that i think at least in places where you know sex work is not legal I, uh, you know, I, I think a lot of people have questions like the ones I asked. So, uh, I hope you get something out of this. Uh, it definitely was an interesting, uh, interesting discussion. And she is a very, very lovely and nice person as well. Uh, all right, let's just dive in and you can hear it from her directly. Uh, but first let's pay a couple bills, eh? Hey folks, you know I talk about mental health on this podcast a lot uh, with my own struggles. Uh, a lot of times I'll talk to guests about their struggles. And uh, that being said, I uh, want to thank BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service and it's 100% online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 25,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether that's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professional professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you. More scheduling flexibility and at a more affordable price. As a bonus, you get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com 
slash Macalino. That's betterhelp.com slash M-A-C-O-L-I-N-O. All right, everybody. I'm very excited to uh, welcome Liv LaRue to the Jeff Macalino podcast. How are you, Liv? I'm doing great. How are you? I am. Uh, I'm doing well. Yeah, I can't complain too much. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm glad to. Uh, glad to have you on. We've. <laughs> I. We'll, we'll. We'll see how. Um, I was going to say serious, but it doesn't. This isn't a serious conversation. Not nothing in life is that serious, right? <laughs> I'm going to follow your lead. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I'll be honest. I I was looking at your bio and I'm like, I don't even know what a couple of these words mean. So I might ask some really stupid questions, Uh, but (laughs) it's okay. There's no stupid questions. Oh, there you'll find, you'll, you'll find out in this, in this recording that there's certainly, (laughs) or there's at least (laughs) stupid people asking questions that, (laughs) <laughs> um the I, I guess i'll start with this the very first thing uh courtesan i i feel like i should mm-hmm. know what that word means um but i don't so <laughs> i i can i it's can okay. make a guess based on context clues and you know reading your bio and everything but i'm like i don't think i've ever heard that word and and we should start also i guess just to make everything clear, you are out in Nevada where all of this stuff is legal, um, which maybe is why I don't know the word, because I, why isn't it legal in Florida is a question I have, considering Florida is like, I feel like Florida's the wild, wild west kind of every other way, except for with this. But yeah. that's a that's a separate topic, I suppose. <laughs> You would think it would be legal um, in parts of Florida, like Miami. <laughs> yeah, yeah. T- mm-hmm. Tampa Bay Orlando, is the strip club Tampa. capital of the world. Why? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. My good I, friend's a stripper in Tampa. <laughs> yeah, I, I may have seen her before. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I'll have to ask if she knows you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably not good stories. Well, I probably I probably gave her a lot of money if, if she knows me. So. <laughs> well, then I'm sure the stories are good. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean... Yeah, at least the end result, right? <laughs> as long as everybody's happy. He was so drunk, he fell asleep, but, you know. <laughs> Whatever, that makes it easy. Hey, are you right? That's got to be the dream, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so so what, uh, I guess, explain to me, and again, I'm sure I could figure out what it means and I'll feel like an idiot, but... What is, what is courtesan, courtesan? I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. What does that mean? A courtesan is some, well, we've taken the term and made it modern, but it's um, it's a French term and it, it's talking about people in the court, like the queen's court or the king's court, and they're paying favors to the royalty and they're courting them you know Mm. it all comes from this word of courting and um it's a fancy way of saying you're a sex worker okay yeah yeah that's yeah it's it's a french way of saying it (laughs) yeah it's it's a fancy way of saying it um not all sex workers are courtesans but i'm pretty sure most courtesans are sex workers so uh uh not all sex workers are courtesans mm-hmm. so what what makes the different oh, what 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 separates the two if that if again if okay. these questions don't make sense please tell me <laughs> no it's good i love it so let's just take the term sex worker and it's a really big broad term and it encompasses in-person experiences mm-hmm. um like like with a courtesan or um, a woman that works in a brothel or somebody that you find, um, you know, a streetwalker, a massage, happy ending massage parlor type. Okay. Those are in-person experiences of dancers that give you lap dances or sex workers. Mm. But so are cam artists, porn stars, 
um, anybody that's online and, and doing sexy stuff for money, a, a sex worker. I don't know if they're, what, what it used to be, you could call the number and talk to somebody like phone sex. Yeah. That's oh, a yeah. Sex worker. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you can see how not all sex workers are providing an in-person experience, which is part of being a courtesan because you're a companion you're an in-person companion and you probably provide some type of companionship when your client isn't in the same room as you like texting emailing phone calls uh, video chat whatever okay so if we take only the in-person sex workers this is where it gets a little fuzzy right because i don't want to start making ranks I don't yeah. want to say, well, this person's better than this person, blah, 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 because that's a bunch of bullshit. Anybody that's doing this work is a sister or brother to me. So a courtesan, it's a label, right? I use that label because it sounds fancy, but I mean, it, it implies education. Um, it implies worldliness, uh, travel, being able to hold a conversation, being able to take yourself into situations that are like perhaps more professional, high profile um feeling at home in these more fancy upper crust type situations you know going to metropolitan museum of art openings going to the symphony stuff like that not all sure. sex workers fit into that niche and there's nothing wrong with it if you don't and there's nothing wrong with it if you do right all right. good different strokes for for everyone on both sides of the aisle the customer and the sex worker really right I mean, yeah if you're cruising fourth street for a quick visit in your car you don't really care if they're a courtesan or not you're probably looking for a good deal right mm -hmm. so but if you need a date to go to some event and you want her to behave well in public well you might not find that person cruising fourth street just saying that's all i'm saying you might yeah. find that person you don't know <laughs> you just gotta know what you're looking for <laughs> yeah well that's the the i don't even know if i should share this story but i'm gonna cross my fingers and say that nobody nobody who went on this uh trip to costa rica with me is gonna listen or well no, nobody was doing anything wrong but i do remember talking to one i mean they they're it's a crew i was gonna say they're all sex workers down there but that's not really what i mean but they send people to so they are i mean you know they'll, they'll bus people bus ladies to to you so you know they are there for sex work um because you've mm -hmm. asked you, you you've asked them to come so so you know who they are it's not like you're going up to <laughs> random strangers and being like do you do you have sex for money or is this a but, <laughs> But there was, I, I did go up to one uh, and she's like, uh, I only do full days. So I cost a lot more because I do, you know, and whereas obviously a, a lot of them, at least that I encountered were more like, yeah, this is the money we go. Once you're done, I, I'm gone. Uh, very, very quick and transactional. So I guess it's kind of that same thing if you're looking for someone for a whole day or a weekend or a party potentially so yes now is there also situations in that with the you know i i, I need a girl i i need a date for a party so i'm gonna i'm gonna pay you to come to this party are there sometimes situations where it's like yeah there's no sex involved in this i just really needed someone so I had a date that kind of I yeah, that happens. Are those guys usually gay? Is that, or uh, no, they're usually just nervous. Hmm. It's a yeah, yeah. It's a weird. Um, I mean, look the the thing in Nevada. I, uh, you have a website. Mm -hmm. I mean, so it's like. It's a it's a weird dynamic because we we've we mentioned being in the the strip club capital of the world. Generally, 
Now, it's not legal, but generally when I go to a place like that, if I'm going to pay to go to a back room, I don't just want someone to grind on my shorts. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of money for a lot of not, you know. <laughs> I feel you. So, but it's a very uncomfortable thing to ask because some are totally down for it and some are totally not. And I respect right. both, obviously. I'm not, I, but it's like, how do I broach this topic without being like, yeah, I don't want to pay you for that. But again, that's why I'm very much a, everything should be legal everywhere. And the black market goes away. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe I just need to move to Nevada for that reason. <laughs> Everything's pretty much legal here. Yeah. Right. Almost I mean, everything. at least in it's in Reno, it is right in Vegas County. Isn't it illegal or something weird like that? Um, in the county that Reno's in, it's called Washoe County. It's illegal within Washoe County limits. It's also oh. illegal within the county that Las Vegas is in, which is Clark County. Clark so county. that's because of all of the population. Most of the population of Nevada is in those two counties. So within those county limits, prostitution is illegal. But right on the county line, you have all your brothels. Um but it is legal in Reno to have an escort service. It's completely legal. And a lot of cities, it's legal to have an escort service. So that's kind of how you work around that. You just need to know your municipal codes and know your business stuff. Yeah. Which I is, bet it's legal in Tampa. It's, it's kind of, it's kind of ridiculous that you have to know. <laughs> you have to really know your laws and and where exactly you are in the county in the you know whatever to know whether you're breaking the law i feel like those kind of laws are are just bad laws like it, <laughs> it i mean it's kind of like florida technically even though they don't prosecute it pretty much anywhere technically marijuana recreational marijuana is still illegal mm. but medicinal marijuana is and the reason they don't prosecute it is because how is a cop supposed to know whether you have a prescription or not for it? And they're just not going to spend their time worrying about it. So you can smoke weed in front of a cop and generally nine times out of 10, they're not going to say a word to you because it's not worth their time. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's like, well, then why do we even have these laws? It's just stupid. That's just my, (laughs) I I feel like it just takes a lot more work to get rid of them than it does to just turn the other way when people are breaking them well yeah it's interesting it takes like one angry crusade of people i feel like to make laws uh and mm-hmm. most people are like whatever it's such a stupid thing that they care about it doesn't affect 95 percent of the country so whatever do do your thing and then then when people down the road a problem arises with it it's like well why is this law even a thing and there were a few angry people like decades ago and now we can't have nice things. <laughs> I feel like that's the history yeah. of a lot of laws. Mm-hmm. I think that's even the drinking age. Because I've always... Really? I, I think... Yeah, I think it was like Mothers Against Drunk Drivers who made the national... Because I've always been like... So I can go in the military at age 18, but I can't go to a bar. I feel like there's a... I feel like there's a problem in your in your logic system. But, you know... Yeah, there's a disconnect in the messaging. Yeah, yeah. You can go overseas and, and kill people or, or be killed, but don't don't you dare have a beer on U.S. Mm-hmm. soil. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of silly. Uh, you you have, aside from uh, uh, being a, a courtesan, you have a, a couple other things I, I wanted to talk to you about. I guess they're kind of related, but... Um, just reading your bio, you uh, a certified sex therapist a- as a surrogate partner. Um, you got it. Is that so? I I used to. This is something I should not say on a podcast, but I'm you know I'm an idiot. So you're going there today. It sounds I, I, like <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I've always been. I, I'm a guy who uh, I go through dry spells, and I'm always like, you know what would be great. If there was a service where I could just be like, I haven't done this in a while. So first of all, the first time is going to be really quick. <laughs> Second of all, if you have any pointers about what's going on out there, how I could prove, is that at all the same thing or is that completely different? 
Um, that is more like a sexy escort, an escort coach, a, like a, a coach, a hooker yeah. that'll help you. Yeah. Okay. So there's sex coaches, right? There's sex therapists. Any any hooker can call themselves a sex therapist. Oh, you just can. Um, but I got certified as a surrogate partner therapist, which is a certain kind of therapist, it's a certain kind of uh, touch therapy. So people actually ask me that same question all the time oh. in that capacity. Like they'll reach out to me to my sex therapy business and they'll say stuff like that. And it's like, that is a thing you can find. That's a service that you can procure, but you're barking up the wrong tree. If you want that service, I then direct them over to Olivia's website if I want to work with them. If not, I'm like, well, you just go find yourself a hooker. Bye. (laughs) Find Um, someone who will be honest. (laughs) Especially, yeah. And it's because of a lot of this is due to the internet because I feel like there's like this sex therapist fantasy out there mm-hmm. that a lot of guys have in their head. Um, and that's fine. But there's actual like people in the world that really need touch therapy because they're like super traumatized or they had, uh, well, it's mostly because of trauma, right? Mm. One way or the other childhood or like an ex abusive ex-wife or like, um, work-related trauma like our service members and emergency room nurses you know cops stuff like that people that deal with consensual trauma in their occupation have learned to shut down as a survival technique if you're if you have the propensity or not the propensity if there is a chance that you might feel pain right you brace yourself for it Right. So some of these people are in this constant state of bracing themselves for pain as a survival technique. Mm. When you do that, you shut off the ability to feel pleasure and connect with other people. That is what you're trying to do. You're shutting off the ability to feel pain, pleasure, whatever it is. And you're shutting off connection with other people because they're the ones bringing the pain. Right. Mm. So when people do that, it's a well-meaning survival technique, like I said, but it manifests later as sexual challenges because now they have lived so many years in the state of shutting themselves off from their body and other people. So that's the kind of sex therapy I do. And it's a very, very slow moving protocol. We don't, most of the time there's no sex involved actually. Cause it's a surrogate partner. That means I'm, um, a partner until they find a partner if i'm doing my job right and i'm a good coach then they will find their own intimate partner that's not me to practice all these things on that's the whole point of the therapy yeah no that makes yeah um, yeah I, i don't know if it's ever been utilized for this but could that even be for a uh someone like on the spectrum that just has a problem with just actual being touched and you just you know yes yep that 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 does come up often yep definitely and i see a lot of those people as an escort too and it's always interesting because you can tell you know they're like trying to do what they think is what they're supposed to be doing (laughs) hey hey this episode is sponsored by xsense Xsense is an innovative company providing home safety products, including cutting-edge smoke detectors, carbon monoxide alarms, and other smart home security systems designed to keep you and your loved ones safe 24-7. With easy-to-install devices and smart technology, you'll have peace of mind to knowing that Xsense is always on guard. And as a special offer, uh, offer for the listeners of this lovely podcast. Xsense is offering an exclusive 15% discount on your first purchase. Just visit xsense.com. That's x-s-e-n-s-e.com and use the promo code Jeff Macolino at checkout. Protect what matters most with Xsense. I've, I, I think I, I heard a stand up talking about this and that's why it popped into my head talking about how 
nothing wrong with porn, but it's ruined the way that people try to hook up because what you see in porn is generally not what you're going to actually do. You know, you're not performing for a camera when you're actually having sex. Um, <sighs> well, I, I would assume not. Uh, mm -hmm. Right. But that's as far as. I don't know I'm trying I'm trying to figure out a way to say this with, because I don't actually watch a lot of porn I'm very transactional with that not again not shaming it at all but but I could see someone the same way that you know teaching my son how to swing a baseball bat we will watch baseball and frame by frame watch every part I could see someone being like I want to get good at sex I'm going to watch porn and it's probably a good way to not be good at sex. Um, I don't know where my question was going with that because I went on a baseball analogy and now. <laughs> it's okay. I, I see a lot of porn addicts in my therapy practice and in my sex work. Yep. There's a lot of them. Yeah. It, is that kind of nail it on, you know, I can tell pretty quick. <laughs> yeah. I, I could see that like. <laughs> I, I've, I've always heard this with porn again, not my, not again, I, I, I do it for a reason. You you could probably guess why. So, but I'm like, you know, I just need a few minutes of, of stuff to watch. I don't, uh, which is probably not good either, but anyways, um, I, I could see someone, I, the whole thing I've always heard about porn is it's like the slippery slope, which I think is a mm -hmm. fallacy, but like, you know, you start with just sex, then you want like rough stuff, then you want weird stuff, then you, you mm -hmm. I could see that actually being something that needs to be like, all right, we need to bring you back to reality because the average chick doesn't want to be shit on or I, I don't, you know, I'm, I'm just thinking two yes. girls, one cup. I don't even know if that was porn, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't I never actually saw it, but I know it involved fecal matter. Uh, so, wow. <laughs> so it's like, but I could see someone just going down this road where all of a sudden the only thing they like watching is really weird shit. Yes. And then That's it's the like, thing. you're not going to find many partners uh, who are going to tolerate any of that. No. <laughs> yes. Porn addiction, it does. It Yeah. I see a lot of that and it does ruin relationships for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah I would, I, I would think it could. Mm -hmm. um, now you also, uh, you practice, I'm just going to read this uh, and, and you can explain what it means because I don't know the, especially the last two words, but uh, you practice metaphysical healing arts and sex magic. Sex magic. Um, yeah. Yeah. So what, what is sex magic? <laughs> what is sex magic? Um, it's an ancient energy control um, and manipulation techniques that span the globe. Um, every culture has different version of sex magic. People have heard of Tantra. You mm -hmm. heard of Tantra? Yeah that's kind of a sex magic um okay so when i explain sex magic on podcasts it's like this it's like okay you've hopefully had an orgasm before yes yeah, yeah. when you have an orgasm do you feel a rush of energy perhaps usually usually okay <laughs> all right so now if you channel that rush of energy with intention towards manifesting something that you want that is rudimentary sex magic that you can do by yourself give it a shot see that's, what happens that's that's how most of my orgasms happen by myself uh <laughs> but, i mean i'm probably not alone with that but but um so this is going to be a crude joke because I'm trying to emphasize the point, but like, should I just jerk off looking at a stack of money? Is that good? <laughs> That's a good way to do it. Yeah. Give it a shot. <laughs> 
If yeah. I had a stack of money, I'd masturbate over it too. Yeah, for sure. That's true. I actually <laughs> actually get the stack of money. <laughs> and, th- and that involves going to the ATM and you know. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, yeah. You can just you can think about having that money and what you would do with it and how you would roll around in it and throw it up in the air and all that stuff. You yeah. Think about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the cocaine you know, a residue people, on it. <laughs> oh yeah, a lot of people can't have sexual fantasies. I've realized in this line of work, like, not to, not to beat a dead horse here about the porn, but like, I, I learned how to masturbate without the internet. So like, I had fantasy. Um, people, that's like a foreign concept to a lot of people. That's interesting. Yeah, I did too because uh i was very young to the game like like <laughs> accidental discovery kind of thing like i, I think mm. it was like 10 maybe mm. 9 wow but yeah at that age you you don't even know what you're yeah <laughs> yeah it's so innocent yeah yeah well i i actually i i made this comment when uh when i was married um we were trying to have a second child and in order to see why she couldn't conceive one of the steps was i had to go to a i actually don't know the clinical name for it but i call it a jerk off room you know jerk off Mm -hmm. in a cup so they could you know see if you're the problem um Mm -hmm. and, and they had magazines which i was like well that seems disgusting because i know what this room is for so i'm not i don't want to touch so that's out mm-hmm. and they had a, a dvd of a woman that was uh she probably weighed more than me and different strokes for different folks but it was not mm-hmm. my cup of tea <laughs> so i'm like yeah. i'm gonna have to go oh, and this was before smart smartphones or at least before i had yeah. a smartphone so it's like i'm gonna have to go old school and close my eyes and imagine so <laughs> totally and uh yeah i guess the sad part is i don't probably a bad thing to say but the sad part is my kids are going to grow up in a world where they never have to do <laughs> yeah bummer well i mean like it's so it, much more fun i think yeah if the internet's down <laughs> i'm not going to be able to to estimate <laughs> I, mean, I, I could i know how to but <laughs> but i'm talking about the younger generation <laughs> yeah they're screwed <laughs> yeah yeah, not not to go down a dark road, but literally, like, if the power's out for, like, a long time, that's like, all right, well, I guess I gotta go. There's not much I can do, so. So, we're... <laughs> yeah, again, why am I talking? This is my podcast, and I'm, I'm really saying some stupid things, but. This isn't how it usually goes? Oh, no, it's absolutely how it usually goes. I usually oh, talk okay. less about myself masturbating, though. It's not well, usually a topic. sex therapy. I, I I guess it's it's uh yeah. <laughs> uh, That's what most of the time I spend with my uh sex work clients is anyway. They just want someone to talk to. Well, yeah, I you know it's interesting. I guess that brings up a, another topic is that uh I'm trying to remember who it was. There's a Oh, uh, Dr. Drew was talking on a podcast about how he was reading studies about how the combination of the dating apps Mm -hmm. and the Me Too movement, which uh, combining them, the dating apps, I think he said 5% of guys on there get all the sex. So if Hmm. you're not the top 5% uh, of guys, like they just recycle women. Mm-hmm. and everyone else is not attractive enough or whatever uh so they get all of that so uh, most men are now like oh, dating apps are stupid you know you can't you, you can't find anything that you know of significance there um and then the other factor and this is something i i talked about before is then you have and this isn't talking about talking to sex workers but to other women 
you have men who are just afraid to talk to them because they don't want to be accused of being predatory. Mm -hmm. Um, It's in, it's, there's been, I would say there's been a noticeable shift. My, just my personal, maybe it's just my own head, which it probably is, but I'm much more hesitant to go up and approach a woman at a bar than I used to be. And Mm -hmm. I was never in a gropey or, or, even very suggestive. I was usually just, I'd crack jokes and if they laughed enough, maybe they'd have sex with me. Um, but it, it's, uh, it's become like, well, now if, if she knows I'm trying to hit on her, she can then turn around and say, I'm, I, I was predatory and everything. So I, my, the way I've said this in the past is now I go to a bar, I look at some women and I'm like, uh i i need to i need to go i need to go find a prostitute because <laughs> this i'm i'm too i'm i'm handcuffed to i feel like i you know and again it's in my head because i know even i've done it somewhat recently been able to approach a woman and and move forward but it's a uh, it's still always a a weird fear so i i don't know if I'm I'm curious how that affects things. I I know there's again really not a question here, but but uh, you know I feel like nowadays, even though it's legal in very few places in America, I think uh, I feel like nowadays most single men of I don't know age twenty to forty, probably twenty plus, are kind of like. I think it's safer to go to a sex worker than to actually try to approach a stranger. Yeah. Unless you're in Mm. that 5% that, that cleans up on dating apps. Uh, I don't know. Mm. I, and I wonder if it's different in Nevada, like, you you know, like, I wonder if that makes a, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if there was a point to it. It's just a weird, Mm. weird, uh, weird concept that was just, verbal diarrhea that's kind of how that uh, <laughs> okay well that's a good perspective uh, i know that it makes men usually really nervous to talk to sex workers or to try to secure the services of a sex worker if they haven't done it before and mm. the price the barrier to entry is money so i guess some 20 year olds have enough money to get a sex worker um i don't know yeah, some i yeah i probably had more money yeah. at 20 than i do now <laughs> yeah that's well true. more more uh less concern about where i put my money if that makes yeah you know what i mean <laughs> and um, the brothels are double what you're gonna pay an independent so i don't know about in nevada it being different i do know true. that yeah yeah the house takes 50 percent. so if i want to make Five hundred dollars an hour. I gotta charge a thousand. Yeah, well, and that's always the 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 rub with strip clubs too. Uh, mm-hmm. It is. It's like, well, you know, you have to pay this much, but you need to pay me this much, and it's like, well, I only have a credit card, so how how no. do we work that out? <laughs> yeah. Do, does um I guess being independent you uh, well you tell me i guess you could take any form of pay i mean or do you insist on cash or is it you can venmo no, you can cash uh, yeah so cash, I guess, check credit card venmo paypal cash app yeah so it it gives you more options than someone who has to run a credit card through her business to because i i feel like cash is is getting more and more scarce like yeah back in the day even even watching old tv shows and movies old tv shows and movies everyone had cash on them at all times it's like i I know millionaires who never have cash on them because why would i have cash i i hold this plastic thing up and it pays for everything i want uh so it's a a weird Well, yeah, and then here's the thing about cash. You have to get it from the bank, right? So if you're married and you have 
a wife that looks at your bank account. Why are you taking out $800 every other week? Um, so now you have to have your own bank account and that's its own set of problems. So you really have to put a lot of forethought into this whole hobby. It's called the hobby. People get escorts and they're hobbyists, you know, there's escort review sites and a lot of guys are really proud of their status on those because they've seen every hooker in town and they write about it. We all know each other and we all talk shit about them. Oh, so they, they review, (laughs) they review their, their, the, the escort, they don't, they review them. I I, I know what you're saying the other way. I'm like, wait, they, no, we have our own. Oh, so you rate customers privately, I assume. Yeah, we do. We have our discord channels and all of our stuff. We talk to each other. <laughs> well, I guess that's smart, right? I mean, that's how much being independent, but again, this I actually have a line of thought. Hopefully I can, can keep it in my head. <laughs> but being in a place where you can legally do it as opposed to opposed to the opposite, obviously. Um how much do, do you think that lessens the load on how much not background you have to do but how much fear you might have i don't i don't know if if you even have as fear a when you're meeting a, a new oh oh are you talking about escorts or clients having fear uh escorts meet like i i could see again in places where it's illegal if I mean, okay, I need to figure out a way to say this without incriminating myself, but in places where it's illegal, hypothetically, if I were to reach out to somebody, there would be a lot of questions to make sure, A, I'm not a cop, B, I'm not going to murder them, uh, and 70 other... C, you're going to show up, D, you're going to pay. Yes, all of those things. Mm -hmm. Uh, how much easier does that become when it's legal? Obviously, A is off the table. The top part's any not any easier. It's no, still it's... the same amount. Yes, everybody has to screen. Every escort needs to screen their clients. Um, I think it's the exact same amount of difficulty here in Reno as it is anywhere else. You're gonna have scumbags everywhere. Yeah, and it's the same for the hobby. It's the same for you guys. You need to screen the girls that are providing the services, the providers, because they could be scam artists and they could be hooked on drugs. And I, you know, the question that you didn't ask, but that I'm going to answer is: in Reno, since it's legal in Nevada, is it any safer and easier for the hobbyists to get escorts? And the answer to that is no. I have hmm. heard from many, many hobbyists that Reno and Las Vegas are the worst place to find escorts, that we have the highest amount of scam artists and all, you know, flakes. Interesting. As escorts, which I thought was interesting. That's very interesting. I mean, yeah, I would have thought that it'd be like kind of the same everywhere. Like you're going to have flaky chicks and, and druggies everywhere. But I guess Reno is known for it being so hard to actually find a real escort that'll show up and be nice to you and not like rob you. Mm -hmm. So I'm the one of those. I'm a good one. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, that's I mean, that's the the weird part of it, I guess, is that it's it's I guess both sides have to do a lot of research, which generally i from a from a consumer perspective i would say is at least in my end not something i think it, when I, when i'm horny i'm not like let me go online and spend hours researching you know what i mean so oh yeah yeah it's yeah, a weird, most it's of like, us want to make an appointment like we're not available right now when you're horny you know, it's like, right. um, I'm actually at my kid's soccer game. So do you want to meet in a couple hours? And then the response is like, no, I'll find someone that's written. It's like, fuck you, man. Like, have some respect for the person that you're texting. If you're trying to pick up a girl at a bar, like, you're not going to be like, hey, do you want to fuck right now? 
It's like <laughs> right now. <laughs> just Bathroom. because there's money involved doesn't mean like everybody's gonna drop everything that they're doing and come and meet you. You're not that fucking special. Not you, Jeff. You're special, but like generic you. <laughs> you know. And but you get that so often it's like frustrating. It's like, dude, what makes you think your cock is so special that I'm gonna stop whatever it is I'm doing and come and suck on it? Like Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> like get a clue. Don't be a dick. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's a weird, it's a weird, uh, and I, I totally get that. But yeah, it is a weird, I mean, I, I remember having a, a specific night where I'm like, I'm horny, but it's 3 a.m. So I yeah. can't even go to a bar. <laughs> so, so somebody, somebody showed me a place and I'm like, I'm not meaning to be a dick, but like, it's now it's like now or the you know someone like two days later was like hey do you want to schedule an appointment i'm like i mean i don't know when i i'm gonna really now thank you but no but i (laughs) but i get again it's it's the same in any industry i mean it's literally like Mm -hmm. if if anyone called me if uh i don't who's the most famous person on the planet taylor swift called me at three in the morning and said hey let's record a podcast i'd be like no well i'm sleeping or i'm shit face if i'm shit face sure but but if i'm sleeping <laughs> no it's not gonna answer that call uh yeah well i know there are some girls that are 24 7 they advertise as being 24 7 that's cool that's great Good yeah you, well that, <laughs> well and that's also the the uh i mean i yeah no i'm not i'm i'm not sure where i was thinking uh i it, don't know yeah it's okay but i don't know if i'd want to meet the guy that is texting me at 3 a.m well like, you know like, they're drunk i mean right that's i that's... mean it might be an easy mark maybe i can like him pass out and steal his wallet and, you know that that's how this shit happens <laughs> I don't yeah. steal people's wallets. Like fuck that. There's plenty well, of girls that do. What what was that movie with J Lo in it? Um, I don't know <laughs> if you know. She was a stripper. Mm. It was kind of recent, and yeah, it was a I whole scam that they ran where they 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 drug a dude. Uh huh. Which uh, Cardi B actually admitted that she used to do that as a stripper. They drugged the dude, run all their credit cards till maxed out. And, you know, just send him on his way when he came to. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm not going to strip clubs anymore. I don't know. I'm a sex witch, so I have to operate on a higher level uh, than that. Or else I'm going to get a bunch of karmic blowback and I don't need that shit. A sex witch. (laughs) Yeah, I'm loving light. You know, I'm not scamming darkness, although there's a part of me that really appreciates that. (laughs) Well, yeah, it's part of me does think like, well, some guys deserve Mm -hmm. that. Um, Yeah, it's a it's a weird. I don't know, I I think if more people and I think we've done this here uh, pretty much but if more people just talked about the taboo subjects there'd be a lot less deception and all of that stuff may or mm-hmm. i don't know i i i think a lot of i uh, mostly men are are i, I don't want to say bad because that's not the right word but they they have misguided uh thoughts of how they should interact with women in general no matter whether they're sex workers or not uh and i'm not saying this is some sort of hippy dippy you know (laughs) person but but i i i i don't know i don't think overall most i i shouldn't even say most a lot of men don't treat women well and why would you expect different from, you know, the other way? 
kind of. I'm just saying this as a man. Like, I look at my own gender and say, yeah, a lot of you guys don't really respect women. So why would I expect women to respect me, even though I'm not one of the bad ones? You know what I mean? I don't know if that makes any sense. I do know what you mean. Yeah. But I hear a lot. So I'm uh, I'm with a lot of men. Not a lot, but I'm with more men than women. I hear men's side of things more than I hear women's side of things. Yeah. So I hear about all the treacherous bitchery that women do to their partners, the people who they're supposed to be in love with. You know, it's like, okay, yeah, it goes both ways. I think a lot of the media makes men to look out as the bad guy, look yeah, like the bad guy. But women are just as evil and conniving, if not more, than men are. I guess... You know, the- and we weaponize pussy, which guys can't do. You guys can't weaponize dick. If you're, if you showed up and you're like, "Wife, I'm not gonna fuck you anymore," she'd be like, what? "Thank God!" <laughs> right? And it, it, the other way around, it's like this devastation. So yeah, yeah. I We're was on a sh- bad. I was on a show that well, it aired last night. I don't remember when I recorded it, but I was talking about. Uh, thing i mentioned earlier when when me and my ex-wife were trying to have another child and Mm -hmm. uh she she had hormones she had to go on hormones and all this stuff and she would she would even admit it made her a major bitch like she was Mm. hormonal up and down uh and and i'm not faulting her for any of that but the irony was she refused to have sex with me and i'm like but that's what we're trying to make a baby you not did you skip anatomy <laughs> like I, I don't like this is the only way it happens you need to hate fuck me or something or we're not having a baby uh oh my gosh yeah so it was it, that was kind of that thing where yeah no women don't have any uh uh i i in my experience there are not many women who are like oh you're you're gonna go on a sex you know you're not gonna have sex with me okay (laughs) yeah where whereas i i have one of my best friends who's like yeah one of my requirements to be in a relationship is she better be willing to have sex more than once a day and i'm like oh that seems like a high bar he's like i didn't say i didn't say every day but she needs to be willing to and i'm like that seems i I don't like that (laughs) So yeah, it, again, it's a counterbalance of like some women would be like, yeah, we don't ever have to have sex, and some people would be like, yeah, we need to fuck seven hundred and fifty times this year, or or we're not <laughs> like, can we yeah. can we find somewhere in the not the middle because even the middle's a a lot. I don't know. I'm old. Maybe not when I was younger. <laughs> um yeah let's be realistic there's a thing sex addiction is a thing yeah sure. yeah that's uh yeah that's that's like the one addiction that gambling and sex i'm like eh. i'm a camel i don't need to do either i mean i like to do one the other one i don't even enjoy i guess i i get that that's two things i could do much more if i lived in nevada uh mm. But yeah, gambling's not gambling's not a thing. I uh d- actually interesting. Just just as a weird side note, being where you are, do you think a lot of? I don't know if you have any idea, but do you think a lot of the people who have sex addiction addiction also have gambling addiction problems? Since yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. yeah, addiction is one of those things that kind of if you have one, you usually have another one somewhere. Yeah. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. I think I only have one addiction. That's mm. not true. Food. Food's mm. food's probably my number one. Mm. Yeah. I'm Italian. I like spaghetti. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean you know, that's why everyone's like, it's easy to lose weight. Just stop eating carbs. I'm like, the fuck's wrong with you? How do you stop eating carbs? That's all that I eat. <laughs> I, if you told me to stop eating everything except for pasta, I'd say, well, I can put something on it, right? But, you know, as long as I have a tomato, some cheese, I'm fine. 
but yeah, they're like, no, just stop eating carbs. I'm like, what the? F- stop eating carbs. Stop breathing oxygen. Well, what? Nah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, carbs are delicious. Yeah, it's not. It's not going to happen with me. I. It's okay. <laughs> um. <clears throat> excuse me. Um. Live. Before I choke myself to death uh, on, I need to drink some more. Um, where can uh, people find you? Uh, whether they live in Nevada or not, I guess, is a good question. <laughs> oh, thank you for asking, Jeff. Uh, people can <clears throat> definitely check out my website, www.livelarue.com, just like it's written on the screen, if people see the screen, but... I'm also on LinkedIn. I am also on YouTube. That's it. I'm not on OnlyFans. I'm not on Instagram. I'm not on Snap. I'm not on any of that shit because I hate the internet. And I try to do the bare minimum amount, but I do recognize that most of my business comes from the internet, so I have to play. Yeah. Yeah, You have to play. You sound like me promoting my podcast. I'm like, mm-hmm. I have the socials, but I really hate them all. And I don't post. Everyone says you got to post once a day. And I'm like, I don't want to. It's hard. I'd rather just um, be with people in real life. I guess yeah. that's not popular anymore. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I say that and I'm like, well, yeah, but if if I didn't interact with people in not real life, I wouldn't have podcasts. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't have a house or a car or anything. So I guess we have to play the game. But yeah, livelarue.com. Check me out. You can get on my newsletter. And I do send out some newsletter blasts with my um, own two cents on things. Some videos I do, but they're not sexy videos. They're just regular videos of me talking. <laughs> <laughs> if hey. you want sexy, you need to pay me <laughs> more. Yeah, yeah. Get in contact with her if you want those. Those are, yeah, like, <laughs> those are an entirely different thing. Yeah, that thing. that's that's actually uh uh I remember uh God oh Doug Stanhope he's like people keep emailing me and saying why aren't you on Cameo and I'm like if you want me to record a video for you and you'll pay me for it just contact me directly why am I gonna pay Cameo a percentage of my money just uh, no I I just can't buy into that it perpetuates this whole porn culture that I am against so. Good luck with that, everybody else that's on that. That's fun. Yeah, yeah. To to each their own, but yeah, I I am in your camp on that one. I think right you, on, yay! You could you could probably I think you probably tell. Uh, Liv, thank you so much for joining me. Sorry for uh, oversharing, but I'm I guess you're you're probably used to that, right? <laughs> oh, it's all good. No worries. It's just between you and I and your millions of listeners. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they'll deal with it in some way shape or form or another right it's fine yeah they can maybe it'll resonate with them and you can help somebody that's true that's true when i mm-hmm. when i talk to dietitian it resonates so maybe some guy's gonna be like hey he sounds like me when he masturbates <laughs> <laughs> that kind of makes you like eskimo brothers sort of kind of yeah i also jack <laughs> off as soon as the power goes out that's <laughs> amazing so next time that happens, think about the power going on and then see if when you come, the power comes back on. Oh, my God. Sex magic. Oh, my God. <laughs> you just broke my brain. <laughs> now I'm rooting for now I'm rooting for a power outage. Yeah. Test it out. You can get a hold of me. And let me know how it works. <laughs> I absolutely will. If it if it works. <laughs> I yeah, I might might have created a monster. Uh, <laughs> it's powerful stuff. Sex magic. Thank, mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you, Liv. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff. Have a good one. That's it. That's all. Hope you had a ball. Thank you, Liv LaRue, for joining me on the podcast. Uh, check her website out. Check her YouTube out. Check her LinkedIn out. Uh, was a fun, fun time. And uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Um, check out the uh, the YouTube channel. Uh, I've put my... Um, uh, 
well, I'll, I'll, there's a lot of stuff on there. So check out YouTube. I'll start putting podca- podcast clips up soon. And check out the socials, the uh, the uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Minds, TikTok. Uh, check them all out. I'm trying to do more TikToks lately. Uh, again, uh, so we'll see. Give me a follow and it'll motivate me to do more. And plus, of course, you can stay tuned for all of the fun, exciting stuff I'm doing in uh, in my acting quest. And you know you're interested in that. So, uh, boom, it's over. Thanks for listening. It was amazing. <laughs> I I loved it. Be sure to come back for another great episode. I'm one wing away from Jeff Macalino. Of the Jeff Macalino Podcast. How much time did you spend on thinking of the name of your podcast? You want to just straight, that's my name. I'll add the word podcast to it. Yep. See you next week.